us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys, the interaction, the participation. You guys are the best for reals, my brothers. Um, a lot to talk about. I haven't talked much about the Broncos. Maybe needed a break. A little bit of a break. Still talking about Teddy. Everyone's just wants to uh, dog Teddy. Um, like get I don't know over what, it. what did you want him to do? What you want the freaking guy to do? Go get. Do you know what I think? Now looking at it, um, for the billionth time, there was a defensive player who came from his right, who kind of um, slay ran between. I think Teddy thought that guy was coming to blow him up. Purely, and I don't know why he didn't say that because then would have made him look like a wuss too. Yeah, it it still wouldn't have changed much. But I think that's really what happened. That's what happened. It was bang, bang, bang. Slay was coming full speed, uh, you know, and he's standing on the tracks kind of. And then you see this. I look like a corner coming from, you know, his right there um, to potentially. And maybe if Teddy would have put it out there to destroy Teddy, to destroy Teddy. I mean, like, come on, guys. You don't have to, you don't have to be Cecil uh, break and film to have saw that clip a million times and just to see and what played out and probably try to understand what Teddy felt there. Listen, horrible look, business horrible decision. look. Yeah. But so Deion Sanders made tons of business decisions. The greatest, maybe the greatest defensive player in the history of the national football league. Tell me. So, you know, save it. I'm over it. Move on. It's on to Cincinnati. You right? Uh, on to the bye week. It's on to the bye week. Reevaluate. It's on to Cancun. It's on to get, get coronavirus. It's everywhere right now in Colorado. DPS schools really? are, I think, were sent home. No way. According to word on the streets. I don't know, man. My streets are Highlands Ranch. Running now. rampant. I don't know if the streets of Highlands Ranch are really the same as the streets of Denver. No. They're cleaner, that's for sure. HOA, they demand it. We should get that oil stain out of your uh, driveway there, not us. We always got everything looking real good, but I've heard things. Okay. We'll come after you. You hear about Coach K's grandson? I did not. <laughs> I just heard that he's a wild child for me this morning. Uh, he's Michael Saverino. Okay. He's a Duke guard. He's a guard for Duke. Michael Saverino. He's the grandson of Coach K. Okay. Uh, he, along with superstar freshman, uh, Paolo uh, Banchero. Okay. Face DWI related charges after Saverianos. Saverianos. Arrest. Um... Sunday morning. Okay. The 20 year old Saverino was arrested on DWI charges and Branchero 19 charged with aiding and abetting a DWI. They're pulled over after a stop sign violation and a breathalyzer showed the blood alcohol content of 0.08. I don't, how, that, what is, how much alcohol is that? I how much no fireball idea. is that? No clue. How much Boone's Farm is that? He's 20. 
How much? Um, He's twenty. How much claws that? That's the legal limit in North Carolina. He's also accused of failure to stop at his uh, yield at a stop sign uh, driving after consuming. His license was revoked for thirty days. He was taken into custody without incident. That Branchero's like a, some kind of star, though. He's like a potential number um, one overall pick next year. He averages like twenty and ten. He's a star. He's more the story, kind of. But uh, for hanging out with Coach Case kid, where was this at here? Has to be in North Carolina, right? If you're the kid, so. if you're the kid, do you drop on him? I mean, he's the one guy on planet Earth in North Carolina who might you really be able to drop. Do you even know who my grandfather is? To drop? What do you mean drop? Drop it on the cop. Oh, Drop okay, you're like cop. Drop the line of cop. Gotcha. You know, um, uh, Severino. You uh, could we try. Just, would you like to step out of the car? Well, I would, but I also like to let you know, I have two tickets. That my grandfather is Coach K. Here, let me show you on my phone a picture of me and my grandpa. Do you want me to call my grandpa right now? The cop would be like, "You're Coach K's grandkid." Let me have a look. Step out of the car. I don't know, you pumpkin pie haircut freak. <laughs> Wait. No big deal, kids. Um, bad looks, Coach K's grandson. It's a it's a very bad look, and for anybody to be you know driving while intoxicated is uh, unacceptable. You know, we just saw a situation with Henry Ruggs that was you know different because somebody's life was taken, but there's the potential for that whenever you get behind the wheel while intoxicated. So, it's a big deal, but at in reality, uh, he's probably we're gonna forget about this in a week. Okay. Um, how about um, Cindergard? Did you see that deal? You talk I, about it. Uh, of course I did, but why <laughs> don't you tell us about it? One year, twenty-one million to the who? Guess. Um. I don't know. Just guess. Any team. Who spends money? Hmm. One year flyer. Give me a hint. Um, it's when I say, here's the hint. When I say who spends money, it might not be the top two or three teams that you're thinking of. But they do spend a lot of money and they do try to win. Ugh. Maybe as much money as anybody. They're just not the first guys that come to your mind when I say that. That's a great clue. I'm, I'm going to say... You waiting for Alo to text you? Yeah. <laughs> I have three-second countdown for you, and three. Oh, no. Two. I'm going to say... One. Oh, I got nothing. Just throw a team. I'm going to say Tampa. Blow them up. The Angels. Okay. How was my tip, my clue? I think it was good because they do spend money. Rendon. They just uh, can't get it right. Yeah. And they're not the first team you think of. The first team you think of, Sway spend money is Doyers, uh, Yankees, Red Sox. Right. Anyone else get that one out there? Got any more brain busters? Okay. Uh, let's see what else, and then we'll. Set How big up a of a break. difference is he going to make? Uh, one is a flyer. One year, twenty-one million. I'd like the Rockies to have given a three-year, forty-five million. 
you know, a little bit more security, a little bit mm -hmm. less money. Uh, go revive your career in Colorado. Would he have ever went to freaking Colorado? I doubt it. But if you pay a guy enough money, a 29-year-old Syndergaard who, you know, who can get it right in in New York with the Mets? Can anybody? You know, sometimes you got to get out of a place to kind of get right and have like a, it's a reboot. But it's it's a reboot. It's not a rebuild. It's a re, it's a reboot. A rebuild. It's a rebuild. It's a it's a reboot. But it's not a rebuild. It's a reboot. Again, it's a it's 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 exciting. Here's the other here. uh, Toronto and the Yankees wanted a piece of that. Whatevs. He's a good player. I wish we had a player like that. You know, Degrom. Yeah, the the Rockies. Syndergaard, are imposing. John Gray is like a poor man, Syndergaard. But they're not going to resign him. They're going to go let him win like sixteen or seventeen games somewhere next year, become an all star. And you, you think know. he's capable of that? Yeah, he wins twelve games here, thirteen games here. Pitches great here. He's the one guy who can pitch well here and like gets it and kid like has adapted and it's got no problem pitching here. The one freaking guy who should be a lifer, Rocky. You're not going to take care of that guy. <laughs> You're right, Mister Walkway. Mister Walk down me on the walkway, leading me to the building. F you. Okay, let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline, go fast, energy drink, text line. Uh-oh. This is an easy one. This is, um... Um... Yeah. Nirvana. Duh. Give me a second here. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Are they overrated or rated properly? They're like the greatest band of all time that didn't have a chance to be the greatest band of all time is what people refer to Nirvana as. They were great. They had some, some really good songs, but definitely, like you said, cut short. And with that, that also probably gives them a little bit more clout. It's better because he's dead sooner? Yeah. Is Sublime better because they're dead sooner? No, they're just good. No, they're just good. Is Nirvana better than Sublime? They're bigger. No one compares Sublime. I think they got more. More hits. Nirvana has more hits? Yeah. That's probably true. It's a whole other stratosphere, actually. Sublime and Nirvana. But. Okay. We want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. 303-831-1340. The hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Fine, we'll do it. We'll talk about the Broncos. Did you see Vaughn get pancaked by George Kittle? Yeah. I mean, freaking destroyed. George Kittle put Vaughn on his ass, got his ass waxed, flat on his back. Just, I mean, like, I'd never seen anything like it. It was beautiful. Sorry, Vaughn. Hey, sorry, player. Um, Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Taco Tuesday, Mile Life Sports. If you could only Tonic. see how blue her eyes I'll never forget can him. be when she says It's gonna be my cool concert in about five years. When she says she loves me. See, it's like every song's like, I'm sad. But I'm still going to rock eventually in the song. 
you know? Let's cry, but let's rock. Yeah, yeah, let's cry. The harder we cry, the harder we rock. Uh, let me do this one. Turn up, ready? Um. Say you know, but you don't give your love, but you If you could only see I could listen to Tonic all day. I mean, like, for like 15 minutes, the same song, like three times, and then I'm like, play that one. They don't have anything else. Do they have anything else? I don't know. Nah, forget it. I don't got, I don't got enough energy for it. <laughs> okay, Broncos, what do we think? Are they back? No. This uh, it, Two weeks and they're back it, with a nice victory over the Chargers? or is- It was an anomaly. The win against the Cowboys was just... Uh, Magic? It was... Miracle? A fluke. Christmas miracle? It was a fluke. They're not worse than the Chargers, though. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the problem. Are they? Yeah. I mean, they're like the Vikings. They're like the Chargers. They're like uh, the Colts. They're like the Dolphins. Maybe not as bad as better than the Dolphins. Oh, they're definitely better than the they're Dolphins. They're right there. The Broncos are like... Um, Right outside of a playoff team, which is four, the top 14 teams, somewhere between 14 and 20. There's 10 worse teams than the Broncos, but there's 15 better teams. That's who and what they are. Last year, they're in that bottom tier. Last year, they're in the bottom tier. This year, they've, they've, they've gotten better. They've improved. So I, I get it. No one feels like you're just out there, like kind of almost literally wasting your time. Wasting NFL Sundays, wasting your, you know, your franchise and organization and your team if you don't have a quarterback worth a damn. But those guys are easy, easy to talk about and impossible to obtain. Impossible to obtain. There's franchises who have gone literally lifetimes without finding the right guy. The Lions... The Browns. Um, give me another franchise that's just, I mean, like Jacksonville. Jets. The Jets. I mean, it's like, give me, uh, who's after Joe Namath, the next greatest Jets quarterback you can ever Sanchez. think of? Probably Chad Pennington. Mark Sanchez. O'Brien. Okay, Mark Sanchez. Whatevs. Two AFC championships. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, it's like, imagine that. So that's like, I don't want to do it's pity party BS crap. We're better than these losers. But also, let's not act like it's easy when some franchises have never been able to figure it out. Ever. Ever. It's tough. They've never, ever been able to figure it out. So I I, lo- I love the standard of excellence and that Broncos country holds the Broncos too. Why not? Why wouldn't they? I mean, they're the franchise that landed and lured the greatest free agent in the history of sports in Peyton Manning. Like Tom Brady, it might be that. Uh, we'll see. They Tom's already got, both a, got one Super Bowl. Well, Tom's got to go to another one. Tom's got to break a few records. Tom's got to do some pretty historic stuff here. Tom's got to have a Hall of Fame body of work in, in Tampa Bay like Peyton had a Hall of Fame body of work here. In four years, he had it. Right. Period. And he can. I'm not saying he won't. He might win MVP this year. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Who's the MVP of the NFL right now? Tom Brady. Even after that tough loss to the football team, I would say. I, do you know what? It's, it's right. It's not 
definitely not Josh Gordon. It's definitely not Patrick Mahomes. It's Tom Brady. I think he's actually kind of running away with it right now. Kyler Murray just missed two games. Russell Wilson's been out. Let me see if I could put some money behind this thing somewhere right now. Current. Rodgers missed that one game. Oh, it's not Rodgers for sure. It's not any of those guys. He's not having a year like he had last year with then, you know, statistically. Let's see here. I'm sure you could get Brady right now at like plus 450. Here we go. I got it right here. Take that for data. Ooh, check this. Season awards, NFL regular season MVP. The Vegas favorite is who? Brady. Josh Allen plus 200. Who's Ooh. second? Kyler Murray. Tom Brady at Ooh. plus 320. Who's after that? Patrick Mahomes. Dak Prescott Dak? plus 700. Who's after that? Aaron Rodgers. Matt Stafford plus 850. Who's after that? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers plus 1,000 after that. Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson plus 1,000. Okay. Then Kyler at plus 1,500. I love Kyler Murray at plus 1,500 for MVP right now. Bro, he comes back and finishes the season strong. They'll forget about the couple games he missed. Totally. Total, total, total. He has to light the world on he fire. He was. He was lighting the world on fire. Two games is a lot of games. What about Teddy Bridgewater for MVP? What do you think he's at? Plus 5,500. Plus thirty thousand. Damn. Five dollars on Teddy Bridgewater to win the MVP pays out fifteen hundred. <laughs> Straight cash, homie. Josh Allen plus two two hundred. Tom Brady plus three twenty. Dak plus seven hundred. Stafford eight fifty. Rogers a thousand. Lamar Jackson twelve fifty. Who's got the best value on the board? Hmm. Kyler Murray's got pretty good value. Yeah, Kyler's will go. He'll be at the end of the line there. Mahomes plus seventeen hundred. Wow. Uh, with the season Mahomes having, he's not going to win MVP. Yeah. There's no way, even if he has a uh, magnificent. Let's eliminate, guys. Ready? Does Josh Allen win the MVP? He could. Okay. Does Tom Brady? Yeah. Dak? Mm. Stafford? I'm eliminating no. Stafford. Stafford, no. I I'm would... eliminating Rodgers. Lamar Jackson? He definitely can he's win He's in MVP. the mix, so that's four of those guys. Kyler could? Kyler, I think Kyler yep. could. That's five. Patrick Mahomes, that's the end in those five guys. So, again, we eliminated three guys there. I like Tom Brady. I think I like Tom Brady and Dak Prescott as the best value on the boards. If anything, then Lamar Jackson and then actually Kyler, then Lamar. I mean, where's $100? $100 on Tom Brady turns into $420. Uh, $100 on Dak turns into $800. 100 on Lamar turns into $1,300. And $100 on Kyler turns into $1,600. Not too shabby. Not bad at all. Give me one. You get it one hundred dollar bet. I'm giving you one hundred dollar bet. If I'm taking somebody, it's probably gonna be Tom. Terrific. Terrific Tom. Yep. Okay. Can I mention our friends in uh I was just looking I'm on Fandle right now on my phone looking at these regular season MVP odds. Let me tell you about uh, this Tuesday payday. They have TNT Tuesdays on Fandles. Okay, on the Fandle Sportsbook, it's the best. Fandle's giving all customers 
I didn't say new customers. All customers, $10 back every Tuesday. Just bet $10 or more on a same-game parlay on NBA uh, on TNT tonight. Okay? So why don't you pull those games up for me, Jake? Could you do that real quick? The games that are on TNT tonight? Uh, Same-game parlays. Love them. They let you combine money lines, point spreads, player props, and more into one wager. You know, player point totals, rebounds, assists. Uh, You like the money line. You like... um, you know, like, like the the spread, um, you can put them all together. A little bit of money turns into one big payday. Last night, I saw a same game parlay. Um, $10 paid 1060 It was five legs. It was five legs. And it was like two. The guys had it, uh, three threes or more. And it was just a couple other legs. It wasn't anything dramatic and crazy. It was no plus 700s. It was like plus 200s, 250s. There was one plus 320 in there. Um uh, you know, on a ten dollar bet, turn into a thousand bucks. I see it every single day. When you win, you'll get paid as little as two hours. Gotta love that. Get ten dollars back every Tuesday, win or lose, with TNT Tuesdays. If you're new to Fandle, just sign up with promo code MHS. Get your first bet risk free up to one thousand dollars. Make every moment more this season. That's promo code MHS exclusively on the Fandle Sportsbook app. 21 and older, present in Colorado, bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days, max bonus $10, restrictions apply, see terms at sportsbook.fandle.com, gambling pronkle 1-800-522-4700. Look at you, it's one of my favorites. See if we can keep it up here, I'll give you a couple other choices. But I'm not going to tell you what to do, Mr. DJ, I'm sorry. Jake runs the show. I run the show. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer, Taco Tuesday edition of the program. It's Miley Sports. You know what, Jake? I think I've played it once before on the show. Watch this one. It's fastball. You like it? It's not bad. Yeah. I like how you say that because you know I like it. It's garbage. Once you get home, you're going to be like, stupid Danny, we play all this stupid music today. Garbage. Okay. Let's talk about Von Miller and the Rams. A little bit. What happened to the Rams last night? They got punched in the face and never really woke up. Got their asses waxed, as Chuck would say, right? Yeah. It was not even a game. They got blown out in a division rivalry game. Um, the 49ers have the Rams number. It's their most complete effort of the season, too. And we know how talented the 49ers are. They're just a little bit of a team in transition, flux, reboot, and... Uh, they put it all together last night and put it on the Rams, who, you know, could afford a loss. Seven and three, no big deal. Um You know, I mentioned it in the you got, go ahead. I mentioned in the first segment, you know, Kyle Shanahan uh Garoppolo only threw the ball nineteen times. You know, and the way That's that system, the recipe for them. The way that system works, you know, you just run the ball down their throat 
And if Garoppolo's got to throw the ball 30 to 40 times, you'll probably lose a game. But if Garoppolo throws the ball 20 times or 23 times, he's going to complete 19 of them out of 23 and put together a real nice thing, give your team a chance to win. That's why, again, know what you have in the quarterback you have. Go out there and run the ball and let your quarterback be a compliment and make good decisions and not turn the ball over. And there's no secret to why Garoppolo's been successful. Don't ask too much from a guy that he's not capable of, Pat Shermer. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, we saw a couple years ago when the 49ers were on their Super Bowl run, he threw the ball eight times against the Packers and got the win. Did the Rams throw off the chemistry or makeup or the calibration of the team a little bit by adding Odell and Vaughn? Um, I don't think so. Um, they, I don't think they've been there even long enough to make a an impact on the chemistry of the team. I think that you know bringing those guys in maybe got their heads a little big. Like, oh, now that we got these guys uh, added to our already you know, dominant team that we're going to dominate teams. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to roll teams. And I think maybe their ego got a little bit too big. It's hard to stay on top, man. You know, there's no uh, undefeated teams in the NFL, you know, 13 and three, you know, to, to go to win 12 games in a season. It's really special. It's really, really hard to do to win. You know, to be uh, to be a winning side, to be a winning football team, it's really hard, and it just brings me back to the Broncos, and it's like, do I want nine and eight? Do I want to try to strive for nine and eight? Maybe that's a low end. Um, you know, nine and eight gives you probably a twenty five percent chance of making the playoffs, twenty percent chance of making the playoffs. And you come back next year and you say, well, we're nine and eight this year with everything that went wrong with, you know, lackluster offense and quarterback play at times, a defense that had holes in it. Um, How couldn't we be better than that last year? And we still found a way to win nine games. So winning seven games puts you in that spot of like, is what we're doing even right? Is the direction we're moving forward and with these guys even right? Are we not getting enough out of our guys, the young guys? Are we developing properly? Those two games there, it's a big difference in not just perception, which perception is reality a lot of times, especially when you have to go into the offseason of who and what you are and the moves you're going to make for you know the future of the team, the immediate future or the long-term future of your team. It's really hard, man. And the difference between those two games are seven and ten and nine and eight. Nine and eight, you're on the cusp of the precipice. Nine and eight, you will lost a couple close games of seventeen to fourteen, which puts you at ten and seven. And then you will find a way to be a little more talented. And you're thinking you're a ten and six team. Or I'm sorry, an eleven and six team uh next year. Or you're seven and ten. You finish seven and ten. You're not sure who and where the problems were. You're not sure who and what needs needs to be replaced the kareem jacksons of the world the glasgow's of the world um you know what do we do with guys like that do we run it back with guys like that it's tough it's not easy these are the decisions and the thought process going behind the dozens of dudes that are in the broncos front office or the dozen you know real decision makers in the broncos front office who have to 
you know, again, the you know, immediate future as in next week, uh, long-term future of the rest of the season, and then the future of, you know, the next year, the, the, the immediate draft, the next season. Um, and then I don't know how you could look further than two, two calendar years down the line if you're an NFL team ever. I would never operate otherwise. Big with, picture. I mean, with my contracts, the way I build them within, and like in all ways, shapes, and forms. Unless I'm giving a five or six year quarterback to, uh, uh, deal to a quarterback, which there's no six year deals for quarterbacks, five year deals for quarterbacks. Is that the right way to look at things as an owner or a GM? Is it better to look at it um, more? Like we need to build a team to win now, as opposed to looking towards the future. It's a now because you don't have the future. You won't last. Um, I guess every guy's level of security is a little bit different. I mean, George Payton has a six-year deal here, right? So he's not going to be fired this year or next year, even one year after. But if this doesn't work after three years, they'll pay the guy, you know, to to hit the bricks. So three years might feel like a long time, but we're already at, you know almost one year into this thing they're five and five rumor has it uh word on the street he was super pissed as pissed as he's ever been um after the loss i don't know to who to what you know from who i'm not sure where that came from but he also lost his dad this week passed away the last week or so so i imagine his emotions were um you know at a kind of a different um, place so i hope that's true hope he's super pissed i hope everyone knows it i hope he's um everyone's on on watch and I believe there's a, a certain upgrade at head coach out there. So say you run back most of the players, even bring back Teddy. I think if uh, what um, Stefanski can do with the Browns is a lot different than what Freddie Kitchens could do with the Browns. 100%. And I think if we got us a Stefanski here, uh, we get rid of fangio who's probably more in the mold of kirk uh freddie uh, kitchens uh a a coordinator probably in a pretty incredible coordinator am i right 100 percent. the uh, so you can't fire all the players jake but you can move on from a head coach and things can dramatically change because of that sorry what were you gonna say yeah i was gonna say you know in one in just one year you know the the browns went from you know, horrible. Same with pieces. Kitchens. Same pieces. Same players. Nothing really changed. Actually worse. They added Odell. They got worse. <laughs> they might have got worse, you right. know? No, I mean, nothing really changed and except for Stefanski. And now they were a playoff team almost beating the Chiefs, trying to punch their ticket to the Super Bowl the following year. So that's the difference a coach can make. We've been talking about it for a long time now. Vic Fangio is not head coaching material. He always shifts the blame uh, to other, other people and... You know, he, he loves to take the credit when when things are going great, but he, he, everyone it's like he needs to go. Everybody wants a head to roll right now. Everyone wants someone to be fired just for a sense of accountability. And the truth is like to make everyone feel better about themselves. The Broncos want somebody fired, so Broncos Broncos country wants somebody fired, so Broncos country can feel better about themselves. It's understandable. That's life. It's like I'm feeling bad. I need something to make me feel better. Someone did something to me. I need a revenge. I mean, it's like these are natural feelings. It's just the way God made me. Okay, Jake? So You envious bastard. I'm just like, be realistic, Broncos fans. There's nothing we could do at this point. The What you know we were hoping for didn't quite go according to plan. 
You can't fire everybody. You can't blow the whole thing up. Don't bury guys who you're going to need next year to have bounce back seasons. Let's not kick Noah Fant to the curb when potentially Noah Fant can be so much more with a different head coach, a different offensive coordinator, and a different quarterback. But he needs to break some tackles. Well, of course, Albert O looks great and he does everything. Okay. But these are just the realities of where and who and what the Broncos are. Be realistic, Broncos country. You Quit need- lashing out. Quit like. You're, you're embarrassing us. It's like divisive. It's like, is Trump running Broncos country right now? <laughs> no. I didn't mean that, guys. Well, you know, to your <laughs> point about Noah Fant. I'm going to be so presidential. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, when you're talking about Fant and Albert O, mm-hmm. you need two good tight ends in this league. You know, uh, running double tight end formations. Uh, that, that's a good recipe. And especially with how strong this running game has been, if you have double tight end set and run the ball, you're you're gonna have some success. Can I mention Fandle before we get out of here? And then we'll come back and we'll put our betting slip together in one final segment worth of show. The NFL season is giving us a huge week eleven divisional matchup between the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Fandle Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger. Because Fandle's giving new customers thirty to one odds on either team to win. That means you can win hundred and fifty dollars on a five dollar bet. Whew. Pretty nice. Um, I mean, great game. Obviously, a must win for the Seahawks. Have to have it. Cardinals probably expecting Kyler Murray back. This one is an eye of the beholder. But five dollars turns into one hundred and fifty um, for you guys looking to just spend a few bucks to get involved in the action. America's number one rated sports book. Easy to use, safe and secure. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid out in as little as two hours. Already a Fandle Sportsbook user. Fandle's hooking up all customers with fifty dollars when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get fifty dollars too. See for yourself why Fandle's America's number one sports book. Just sign up with promo code MHS this week before the Cardinals take on the Seahawks, and you can win one hundred and fifty dollars on a five dollar bet. Remember to use promo code MHS so they know that I sent you exclusively on the Fandle Sportsbook app. I want to see what song Jake has for us here. 21 and older, present in Colorado. New users only, $10 first deposit required, must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Jake. Oh, damn. I'll never forget her, Jake. When we met, was said, Third Eye might be my favorite 90s band of all time. Something I don't know if I was ever like into a band more. Like I didn't like follow them touring, but I don't know if I ever liked a band that was like had two big albums right in the middle of my high school years. Okay? You're probably thinking, if this is rock, I don't, don't want to be right. right. But for me, I'll never forget her. We're about to rock right here. Hold on. I don't know. This one doesn't seem like it's going to rock. Oh, really? I I don't think it's going to rock. Oh, yeah? Watch this, Jake. Band, let's go! Oh, yeah. You like that? That was good. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> I hate my stepdad. Okay, let's go to break. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer. Hold on. 
live to be. I can't, Jake. I can't let it go. Smiley Sports. Talk it out over a cup of joe And you could look deep into my eyes Like I was a supermodel Uh-huh We did it It's been a Taco Tuesday 1990s Edition of the program Got some Saved by the Bell stuff in You get to pay, pick one Kelly, Lisa, or Jesse? Is it easy? I thought Lisa Turtle in her prime. Got to go in Bossa Nova. I might go Lisa. But Kelly is an icon. Kelly. Not Jesse. Like I t- like the curly hair. Tall woman? Tall drink of water? You like Jesse's later work, don't you? Who's that? In Showgirls? Uh, the erotic thriller? Definitely. Sure. Okay. Um... Let's put a betting slip together for tonight. There's only three NBA games on tonight. Um, we got a great one between the Brooklyn Nets and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Warriors. KD. Yeah, keep going. Uh, Steph, you know, going to go at it, battle for the MVP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the early season MVP. Uh, Brooklyn's favored minus three over the Golden State Warriors right now. Over under at 221 and a half. Uh, that'd be a nice same-game parlay. Uh, take Steph over on the points, KD over on the points, James Harden over on the assists. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd probably take Golden State plus the three. Uh, one little college, and I'll give you my pros. North Dakota State at Arizona basketball. Arizona minus 16.5. Take. Take that, take that, take that. Bad boy. Um, Let me see here. Give me, I think Golden State loses tonight. But I'm getting the Warriors and three points. I like the over 221. There's going to be some scoring. I like the over best, I think, for that one. And then uh, what else NBA was there? There are some 76ers in, at the Jazz. 76ers are here on Wednesday night or Thursday night. We talked about that. Yep. Um, so the Sixers at the Jazz. Jazz minus 10 points. Holy cow. Yeah, why would that be? Yeah, it's a huge spread. Is, I mean, like Embiid not playing? Something. Something's got to be up. Something's not right. Yeah, let me take a look. Tobias here. Harris is out or something. Like, If Embiid is playing, there's, and there's take no the 10, 10 points. point spread. He's got to be. Oh, with them beat out, Sixers road doesn't get any easier. Oh, yeah. Uh, give me the Jazz all day long. No doubt. I like that a lot, actually. Okay. Uh, and then the last game, we got the Clippers and the Spurs. I don't think I want to touch that one. Clippers minus seven and a half. I think I'm not going to touch that one. Clippers are balling out right now. Uh, Paul George is really? leading, leading the way. Um, you like them? I think they've got potential. There's some college football on one game tonight, I think. Um, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan. Pick a direction. Uh, Western. Western. They got to cover six and a half at Eastern. Easy. No problem? Easy. West is better than East because the sun sets in the West. Yeah. No one talks about like the, I mean, the East Coast is great. Don't get me wrong. Biggie Smalls is the illest. Okay. But uh, the West Coast is like, you know, it's, it's like the Beach Boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing better than the West. But uh, give me the Clippers, minus 7.5. Okay. What's the, uh, you said that Tuesday night Maction, 
Uh, there's only one game, right? Uh, that's the only one game I saw. Mm. Alo likes, um, he's been on a heater. He likes the over 221. He likes the under of the Sixers Jazz. I might kind of like that too. And he likes the under of 219 Spurs Clippers. I kind of like that too. The pace of maybe that game would be, you know, that's a nice little thought. Clippers there. play some good defense. And, you know, the Spurs with Popovich, they're methodical in their approach. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I'd like the under on that. What's up with the Broncos Blitz podcast? You know, it's coming up right after we get out of here. Like, what even is it? I mean, like, I'm new to the show. I've never even heard of it. Can you tell me more things about yeah, it? Yeah, Broncos Blitz podcast hosted by Danny Williams. Um, and, you know, I, I make guest appearances. Um, and we talk all Broncos. Uh, we talk NFL, where where the Broncos are in, this, in the grand scheme of things, um, in the AFC West. So it's everything Broncos on a little podcast. Uh, you know, it doesn't really go over 30 minutes, but it's not really usually under 20 minutes. So it's a nice little uh, 20, 20 to 25 minute listen. Uh, and we, we'll get you everything recent and relevant with the Denver Broncos. You can listen to it anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Spreaker, My Life Sports app, MyLifeSports.com. Um, if you don't want to listen to us, then uh, then you just don't want to listen because there's so many ways to listen. Then get the hell out of here. It's my bike, punk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my grandmama gave me that chain. Uh, good show, Jake. Good job today. Thanks for starting. You got the start. You got the W with the start today. I had to come in in relief. And uh, we uh, went uh, nine innings combined. Gave up. Uh, two runs on four hits. Not bad. In a five to two victory over Nate Jackson and Chad Brown. Would you say that's a B performance? No, no. Uh, B plus, but it's my fault. We were, again, I don't just give out A's. You know, we don't just give out A's. We have to have content in order to, you know, uh, sometimes deliver A kind of shows. Um, but again, I don't do, uh, when we do our uh, shows at the Comedy Works, you know, we're big stars. We don't uh, have our biggest shows on Thursday nights. We save that for Friday night, midnight show or 10 o'clock or Saturday right. night, 10 o'clock show. Thursday night's like a family-friendly show. We're not cussing and all that. You get the show going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. Club going up on a, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, for Gil and Andrew, I am Danny Williams. Jake Myers, my brother, my little brother. We're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Super Bowl MVP, Jake Meyer. Uh, My brother. <laughs> we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. You been talking real reckless. Stop, man.